I have never felt the fear that I felt <laughs> in that moment. It felt like there was something physical between me and the door at that point. And I just knew immediately not to open the door and that there was danger. <laughs> My heart's beating really fast right now. From Wyoming Public Media, this is Human Nature, real stories where humans and our habitat meet. I'm Erin Jones. And I'm Caroline Ballard. This time, we're exploring things that aren't quite human and aren't quite natural. We're surrounded by teas and teapots and all kinds of spices in big jars. This is the herb house. Mortar and pestle over to the right, along with... Uh, teapots and mugs and there's some jewelry crystals vitamins tinctures some great little jars shaped as ghosts those are not the ghosts that we're looking for last halloween you heard about the herb house and its ghostly inhabitants when we made that episode our digital producer anna raider got some inspiration i've always believed in ghosts as a little kid, it's something I love. I love watching ghost hunters and ghost adventures, as ridiculous as they might be. But I have actually never experienced, until this night, I had never experienced any interactions with a ghost. So I, I'm one of those, I was one of those people that was like, I believe in spirits, I believe in ghosts, but I haven't experienced it. So I still was skeptical of all of it. So it was my sister... Our friend Amanda, who also loves spirits and ghosts, and myself. On an October night of 2017, we decided late at night after we had been drinking, <laughs> always a good idea, to go to the herb house and look for these ghosts and talk to them. There are apparently, according to Trish and those that work there, I think four or five ghosts. There's women that live in the basement that potentially could have been sex workers or prostitutes from back in the Wild West. There's the man that lives upstairs. And then there's the spirit that lives in the very back that is uh, the scarier one. My sister said, I have these things called dowsing rods made of copper. You hold them, one in each hand. Um, but that intrigued me because it was similar to a Ouija board, but Ouija boards can be bad and I was a little bit nervous about those, but this seemed okay. <laughs> I thought. We went to the herb house, all the lights were off, and my sister lit some candles in the front room and in the back room. When we went into the back area where they make the tinctures, it's like a back work room, and we basically just set up, we had a table back there and lit some candles and sat around, and there was a light, only one light on because I didn't want all the lights off. I was still a scaredy cat. And we kept one light on in the back room. And we lit the candles and Trish started asking the spirits to come and talk to us and chat if they would like to. And she mentioned as she was holding the dowsing rods that if they would like to come and communicate to move the dowsing rods. And then she started asking if there was anybody with us. And they did start to move. <laughs> and when they started to move, she asked, if you are here, and if this is a yes, show me what a yes looks like. 
And then the dowsing rods moved inward. And then Tris said, okay, show me what a no would look like. And then they moved outward. <laughs> and of course, I'm sitting there shaking. And Amanda, Trisha's friend, is very excited. She's all about this. She's super stoked. And of course, I'm still suspicious because the dowsing rods are very finicky. You know, if, you, if you're not, not holding still or you're not angled in a specific way, you could be thinking that you're talking to something and you're not. So we each took turns holding them so we could kind of feel what that was like. And Trish gave them to Amanda. And Amanda started to ask questions of who we were talking to. She said, are we talking to the man that lives upstairs? And they said, yes. <laughs> and so she continually started to ask questions and asked him if he would like to speak to her closer to where he is. And it said, yes. So we decided to move the chairs from the back room into the main area of the herb house. And we put the chairs up near towards the door that takes you down to the basement. Amanda started asking questions again about the man upstairs in the yes or no format. Do you like my hair? Are you, has, are you angry for a reason? And, you know, they would move or not move. And I remember feeling a little uncomfortable and we started hearing movement upstairs. sounded like shuffling and the upstairs of the herb house is pretty rickety you do like if they go up there it's because there's water damage you do not go up there to just wander around it's not a safe place to go um it's an old building so to hear something shuffling at the same time that amanda's holding these dowsing rods was kind of spooky and amanda started to feel a connection to the man upstairs and i started to get curious about holding those and then we moved on to Trish holding them. And we decided to then start seeing if the women downstairs would like to talk to us. So as Trish is holding them, we're asking questions like, are, are you sad? And they moved. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you just felt sad. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. I just all of a sudden was overcome with emotion. And I started crying. And we asked personal questions such as, how many of you were down there? You could tell that it was different than when we were talking to the man upstairs. The dowsing rods were moving in the yes and no questions very purposefully, you know, very harshly. And these were moving very slowly now. At all the questions that we asked yesterday, no, they just started like, like almost they were unsure, which to me kind of could validate that these were women that were maybe less aggressive or less upfront because of the time period that they were living in. And so because this started happening, I started to get really excited. And I was like, okay, I want to hold them now. I want to start asking questions. So I, I grabbed them and I started trying to ask questions and nothing really happened. It kind of just stopped. And I started to get disappointed. And then all of a sudden, we heard the door in the back room open. And every, we all stopped, and we were like, did you just hear the door open? And it's the, the closet area in the back workroom or region where we were at the beginning. And that's where the spirit that is not good apparently resides. And so I'm holding them, <laughs> kind of unsure as what's happening. And I said, are we talking to the man in the back? And they moved towards me. 
And if you've ever watched the Ghost Adventures show, which obviously people can laugh at the way that these men react, they kind of, they overreact. But if you take spirits and the paranormal seriously when you watch these shows, they do comment on when rooms feel normal and there's nothing going on or when things start to change. And that's what started happening. You just felt all of a sudden it was it was cold. I started getting goosebumps and it was just it was in the area that we were. We all felt that we all started getting shivers. And the more and more that I like started to get cold, I did not want to hold them anymore. And I think my last question that I had asked was, do you hate women? And it did move towards me. And at that moment, I <laughs> because I was panicking, I threw the dowsing rods towards Amanda because I didn't want anything. I was like, I'm done. Uh, you know, I was just like, you take it, you take it, you take it. And the minute I did that, I looked over to where the back room was. And according to their house, this ghost, he's usually seen on his hands and knees. So it's lower to the ground and he's usually a black kind of mist. And the minute I threw them and then I looked over, I saw a black, I don't even know what, a shadow dart from the back room towards me. My sister Patricia is across from me to my right and Amanda is to my left and Amanda's back is to this room. So she can't see what's going on. Trish can't see what's going on. I see this shadow thing shoot towards me. I have never felt the fear that I felt <laughs> in that moment. I felt the bottom of my legs go numb and tingle. And I put my uh, head in my hands and I just, I was like, Trish, I'm done. I want to get out of here. I'm so scared. Like I just, I felt cold and my legs just went numb. And so then Trish obviously had saw how terrified I was. And Amanda looked really uncomfortable too. Uh, Trish got up, she took her sage and she went around. She said, you are not allowed to be here. You are not welcome here. I banish you to the back room. The room and the energy, it just felt different. It felt electric. And I was just like terrified in that moment. And then as Trish is going into the back room saying like, I banish you, you're not allowed here. I look at Amanda and Amanda was like, my back is numb and tingling. And obviously we hadn't communicated to each other. So as I had felt in my legs, I was like, Amanda, this thing went towards my legs. That means it passed you. It went from you to me. And as Trisha's in the back, she's like, guys, I don't want to freak you out, but the light that was on when we were back here is off. And the closet door is open. <laughs> we got, we packed everything up, blew out the candles. Trish cleansed us with the sage. And we just decided, you know what, we're done. We're going to leave. It, that was the first time I have ever experienced anything like that. I don't know if I'll ever experience anything like that again. I don't know if it was the energy between the three of us that caused this to happen or what, but things changed and things felt wrong. But that's my experience with ghosts. And honestly, now when I watch Ghost Adventures, um, despite its ridiculousness, when they mention how the room feels different or if you can just feel that nothing's happening or something does, I kind of take it more with 
more, I have more belief. And I definitely, I'm a firm believer in ghosts now. Caroline, do you believe in ghosts? I think I'm sort of like Anna. Like, I think I believe in them, but I've never experienced anything, so. Well, should we try the dowsing rods? We're coming back into the room in the back where Anna saw the shadow man. Where they make all the tinctures. Yeah, so it's like potion bottles. I mean, tincture bottles, but it looks like a big It looks like a cross between an art studio and a lab. So I'm holding dowsing rods in my hand. They're these L-shaped copper wires that have balls at the end, and the shorter side of the L is where my hand is, and it's plastic so that my energy doesn't affect the copper wires um, as energy flows through them. If I'm speaking to anyone in the herb house, show me what a yes looks like. It's... It's kind of coming in towards you. <laughs> yeah, both both wires crossed. And to, I guess mine came me. in towards me too. I'm holding one. Okay, so I'm gonna put these back out straight in front of me. Show me what a no looks like. So my right dowsing rod went. Oh, there. Okay, uh, my right dowsing rod went out in an arc on the outside toward my arm, and then my left dowsing rod followed it, coming in in an arc toward my chest. And Caroline's <laughs> is doing the same, right? Mm -hmm. This is, I, I've never, I don't know, I've never done okay. done or seen anything like this before. So this we'll, is we'll sort of ask what Anna asked. Um, we'll ask uh, who we're talking to. So are we talking to the women downstairs? That's a yes. Yep. They both came in toward my chest in the inside arc. Oh, there goes mine. Is yours a yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you guys like the jewelry that's out in the herb house? <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard no. That's a hard no. <laughs> Are you happy? Yes. Oh. Mine said yes too. <laughs> My heart's beating really fast right now. <laughs> this is, I just need to note again that our dowsing rods, we're each holding separate dowsing rods and they're moving the same way at the same time. Do you communicate with the other ghosts in the herb house? No. no. Huh. Are different ones of you controlling the different dowsing rods? No. Mine says yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. So maybe. Yeah, mine's, it's swinging back and, and forth. And mine was a hesitant now. Is one of you just having fun with my dowsing rod? <laughs> Even my answer, yes. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, 
Do you get impatient with these questions? Nice. No, that's nice. <laughs> Do you know a lot more? Oh, I didn't even finish my question and they were a hard yes. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Do you know a lot more now than you did when you were alive? Yes. Do you consider yourself and yourselves dead? Yes, but it hesitant yes. Like it was a slow yeah, yes. Yeah, mine. Um. <clears throat> if you're able and willing, would you speak into the microphone the man is holding? No. It says no. Okay. That's fine. Thank you so much for speaking with us. This has been an honor. And it says crossing. yes. <laughs> Our next story has a supernatural force too, but that's not the creepy part. Michaela Wolf lives in Omaha, Nebraska. One day, she was walking home from work when a man approached her. He just came up to me on the sidewalk, and he was, like, very outgoing, very friendly. And, like, I was kind of used to people wanting to talk to you, asking for your phone number, this kind of thing. So I just brushed it off. I was just like, okay, yeah, have a good day. Like, not really giving him much attention. And then when I turned down my sidewalk, like, to my front steps, he called out, and it was more inappropriate. And I looked back over my shoulder because he surprised me, and, and I saw this, like, moment of recognition on his face. I felt like he was realizing he, he knew where I lived. I don't know, it was just this weird moment, and I felt like a weight in my stomach, like of dread. But it was just like a second, and then it was like, okay, I can't do anything about that. I'm just going to make lunch. Like, probably nothing will happen. We didn't have curtains in our main living area, which I didn't enjoy, but our roommate, who I was closest with, like, had lived there a couple years before me, and she just, like, didn't feel like we needed them and really liked it. And I just asked once and then let it go. But that night, I was in the kitchen table, and at this point it's dark, but I have the light on so anyone outside could see in. Um, and then there's this knocking on the door. I say, who's there? And no one answers. And I say, who's there? Again, no one answers. I'm like, well, that's sort of weird. But I just go back to the table. My head was kind of just elsewhere. And then they start knocking again when I'm like halfway back to where I was. 
and I was like, who, who is this? Like, what's going on? But then they start turning the knob too. And so that was strange. And I was like, this is really weird. I, I think I just said, who is it again? And then there's still nothing. So I'm like, I go back and that it's happening again, but they're just turning the knob turning the knob a lot and I thought it might be my roommate who forgot a key. I'm usually like a cautious person I think but this night I was not worried that this was happening in the moment. I just thought oh someone forgot their key. I, I just wasn't that concerned for some reason. And so I was going back to the door and I was like, this is just crazy. Like, why aren't they talking and they're knocking and turning the knob? I'm just going to open the door and see who's there. I was going to reach for the doorknob. But then as soon as I got to the door, it was just like this feeling. It just felt like there was like a shield like between me and the door, like a force field, like, whoa. Like if you like touched a hot stove or something that quick, it felt like there was something physical between me and the door at that point. And I just knew immediately not to open the door and that there was danger on the other side of the door. I did have another roommate home at the time, and at that point I ran upstairs to get her. She she said, who is it, who is it? And, and then they like turned the door once more, but then walked away. And while she was, was kind of yelling, like in a big voice saying, who's there, who's there? I stood up on the landing of the stairs and I could see out the window that looked out onto our front walk. And so I saw him walk down it and then when he turned I saw his face and knew that it was the man I had encountered. I'm not sure what that force field was but if it was like people in heaven protecting me or if it was just my intuition saying like wake up like this isn't safe. Our intuition is really a guide and a way that we're just connected to this life. That wasn't the last time Michaela saw the man. A couple days later, he came up to her and she had to step into the street to avoid brushing up against him. She started staying at a friend's house. When Michaela went back to her place to get some things, she saw him again, prowling around the outside of the house. So she called the police. They helped her file a report, and then she moved across town. She hasn't seen him since.
Our storytellers were Michaela Wolf and Anna Rader, who is also our digital producer. I'm Erin Jones. And I'm Caroline Ballard. Our executive producer is Micah Schweitzer. Thanks to consulting producer Melody Edwards and to The Herb House for serving as our studio. Our theme song is by Caught a Ghost. Human Nature is a production of Wyoming Public Media. It's human nature.